welcome to the See You in the Morning podcast. Here, Craig Price and I, Cammie Wilcox, are on a quest to interview each member of the Calvin and Margaret Price family. Let's see who we're interviewing today. Today, we're talking to Chanel Hansen Price, who is married to Tom Price, who is the son of Doug and Barbara Price. Chanel is the 80th member of the Price family. Um, and we're so excited you're here, Chanel. I'm so happy to be here. This will be fun. <laughs> can we just jump right in and can you tell us about your childhood and how you grew up, where you grew up and all of that? Sure. Yeah. So I grew up um, mostly in Provo, Utah. I was born in uh, Bakersfield, California. My dad was in the Air Force. Um, so we lived in there for a couple years and then, um, Colorado for a couple years. And I remember starting kindergarten in Orem, um, Utah, and then third grade, I moved to Provo. Um, I grew up, I'm actually the fifth of 11 kids. I, um, it's actually where I got my name. Um, Chanel, I don't know if you guys have heard of the perfume Chanel number five. Oh, for sure. Yeah, so that's where my mom just thought, oh, I'm going to name this one Chanel if it's a girl, so, because she loved the perfume, so that's my name. Um, and you're I, the fifth child, right? That, I'm that's the fifth, the yeah, and <laughs> I have, let's see, four, three older sisters, one older brother, and then one younger sister and five younger brothers, so basically my mom had most of all the girls at the beginning and then ended with five boys. So we kind of wow. came in a chunk. Um, and we Maybe were Maybe really... that's why she had so many. Because yeah. she had so many girls at the beginning. I know, right? Because they can help. I yeah. think the boys at the beginning, she probably never would have had the girls. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, but it's so funny because um, I grew up in a family of 11 um, in Provo. But I love to tell this story of... So my mom got married really young. It's crazy. And Tom likes to joke that he still needs to turn my dad in for it. But um, (laughs) my dad was 25 and my mom was barely 16, like five days past her 16th birthday. Oh my gosh. Wow. So what year did they get married? So they've been married for like 54 years now. So awesome. Yeah, so isn't that crazy? But the thing that's, I think, even crazier is my mom had me, and I was number five, and she had me at 22. Like, that's Wow. Right? She had had all 11 by 31. Now, that's crazy. Wow. So I would say that's young parents. Like, I look at. That's amazing. Yeah, that is. Because, like, me and Ariana, we had four kids before Ariana turned 30. And I'm thinking, we're young parents. Yeah. But we have four kids, not the yeah. wow. And bless my, your parents. I guess like my mom just said, like, looking back, she must have been in like Heavenly Father must have put her in like a totally different frame of mind to be able to do that because she now looks back and thinks, What was I doing? <laughs> you know. So, <laughs> it's crazy. Um, but yeah, so I was kind of in the middle. I'm classic middle child, like lost and <laughs> forgotten about, I thought as a kid, right? Like 
I wasn't the squeaky wheel. I just kind of was content just doing my thing. I'm not one of those that fights for attention. I just am content just doing my thing. But sometimes I did feel a little bit like, hey, I'm kind of getting the raw end of this stick here. But <laughs> that's what happens when you grow up in a family of 11 kids. Like the stories I could tell you, like, <laughs> you know, the things I had to do, like, um, it's kind of funny. My sister and I, that was just younger than me, 18 months younger. We like to tell the story of, we didn't have a lot of money growing up. We, things were tight. Um, I definitely think back in those days, our parents, not everyone, but there wasn't a lot of money to be had, you know, like lots of families kind of struggled yeah, to make it. But I would come home from school and my mom would be baking bread and she would load up a wagon and my sister and I had to leave and go sell it. And we couldn't come home until it was all sold, you know, just (laughs) (laughs) like being in a a part of the family family. ecosystem. Yeah. Yeah. Like pay your price, you know, and earn your, we, we did so many chores. I mean, my parents, they really taught us to work and I'm, I'm grateful for it. You know, like it wasn't easy, but it was fun. It definitely was fun. We had lots of fun memories growing up. So. What's the age span in that 11 years? Um, so the oldest was like 13 when the youngest was born. Isn't that even crazier? Like, yeah. You mean the yeah. 11 kids? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so when the baby was born, the oldest was 13. There are, my, the second and third are only 10 months apart. But there's no twins or anything like that. But but it's crazy. It's crazy. Craig, your oldest is 11, right? Yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> no, no. I mean, it's it's honestly, like, I look back at, like, you know, I've always like, people are like, what's it like being in a big family or like getting to know the the greater price family? Cause that's a big family, but Chanel, you, you were used to a big family. Oh, I was used to it. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, we had so many funny stories, you know, like people would, we would, we were a spectacle, right. When it, wherever we went, um, especially mm-hmm. if we left Utah. I was going to say, even in Provo, Utah, maybe. Yeah, even in Provo, Utah, we got comments, too. But especially if we ever left, you know. So, but, yeah, it was fun, though. I have so many great memories. And the fun thing I think about it now is um, we're really good friends now, you know. And it's, it's just fun. And my kids have lots of cousins. And that's such a blessing. So, that's something I didn't have really growing up. Um, my mom was just, um, had one sister and her sister didn't have any children. Um, she did get married. And then my dad, um, he had siblings that had, and we had cousins, but we just weren't very close with them. They just weren't that type of family that even really got together. So I feel grateful for sure for that, that my kids have some really good friends with their cousins. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Well, and that would have been a big span of cousin ages, right? Between the oldest getting married and stuff toward the by the time the youngest got married. Yeah. Do you have, do you have any of your kids that are close to the not I wouldn't say close to the age of your siblings, but I'm like I guess I would say your kids 
span probably some of what your younger siblings kids are pretty young still yeah so mine I kind of mix with the middle like the ones that are just a couple years older than me and the ones that are a couple years younger um but like the two youngest um my two youngest siblings they've got little toddlers you know where Lucy my youngest is nine Um, yeah so they don't play a lot together but it's interesting you know when you like to, you get together with the ones that you know your kids kind of bring you together i feel like so yeah which is fun well and and sometimes even if they're with the younger ones it always surprises me like how like maybe some of my older siblings kids really still do stuff with my kids you know like maybe not yeah. a ton of stuff but they it's like oh that it, it's fun to watch still it's cute they, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, and it's really cute because, like, Jen and Tyler were just over for dinner and Doug and Barb as well. But Jen's little boy, Ford, is two. And Lucy just adores him and wants to, like, be his little mom and ta- is asking <laughs> if she can babysit him, you know. And he just Aww. adores her, you know. So it's really cute. So. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. So I, this is kind of a funny question, but what are your siblings' names? Because I do love your name and I want to hear all of them. Okay. Yeah. So my oldest sister, her name is Erica. And then I have a brother named Bryce and then a sister named Laura and then a sister named Janae. And then there's me and then a sister which her name is Jamie Lynn, but she never I went by that growing up. She had a nickname and she just has been, has used it forever because that was what we called her is Benny because her name was Lenny. They called her Lenny Benny and Benny <laughs> just stuck and she hates it because people give her such a hard time. Why would you pick that name? You know, just <laughs> like, but it's her, it's who she is. So, um, and then my brother, Austin which is interesting. He, my son, Austin was born on my brother, Austin's birthday. So I just thought that was kind of fun. And we had planned to name him Austin all along, you know, not expecting him to be born on that day. But, um, and then I have a brother named Jerem and a brother named Kimball and a brother named McKay and then a brother named Joseph. So kind of different range, you know, like, Three profit names at the end there. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't even realize that before. That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, he he never, like, I don't know, I think as a parent, like, where do you get kids' names, you know? And and I don't know, for us, it kind of followed. We started with one and we thought, oh, that's a unique name. And, And then we, you know, you kind of either i don't know maybe some parents are random we kind of followed a suit of things but yeah i think sibling sets are a thing right like you kind of think about how they go together and i guess people gravitate to the same feel of names yeah 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 Yeah, kind of interesting but i mean when you have to name 11 kids sometimes you got to get a little creative right right (laughs) (laughs) especially that many boys i feel like boys names are harder than girls Maybe it's just because yeah. I had four of them and I had to figure out a lot of names, but. 
Yeah. Chanel, what sort of family traditions growing up in that big of family that you enjoyed? Um, let's see. Well, every so I was kind of start at the beginning of the year, but um, February we did um, for Valentine's Day. We made these. My mom. We would decorate little heart shaped cakes. We'd get. She'd buy a bunch of candy. Um, we decorate these cakes and we would deliver them to our, like our closest friends. So that was fun. We didn't ever really do anything for Easter and it kind of bothered me. Like my mom never gave us Easter baskets and I, you know, your friends always had, you know, things like that. But, um, I loved honestly, like summer traditions. Um, I was just telling Lucy, she loves stories at night. So we like to Tom and I switch off because to give her lots of variety of stories. But my mom, she really had it down. Like she knew what she was doing. She was an amazing cook. She cooked dinner every night. She um, made us breakfast every morning. Always wasn't always something I loved, you know, like oatmeal and things like that. But she always made us make our lunch, which I thought was hated at the time, but you know, it was a Mm -hmm. good thing. I think we had to do our laundry starting at 12 years old. Um, she just couldn't keep up with all that laundry, you know, like she just had no other choice. Um, Yeah. If you want clean clothes, you do it now. (laughs) Yeah. But summers, she really was a fun mom. Like she took us to the library. She got us reading. We, she would make a big poster of each summer with points. Like if you do this, this is this many points. And this is what you can turn in if you have this many points. So she would take us to the library. We would do the summer reading library program, which I loved and looked forward to. Um, It was simple things back then, right? Like the things that we did for fun. we would always swim at the Provo pool, the veterans pool. It was down in Provo, which Tom and I laughed because he was spending his summers there as well, but we didn't know each other at the time. But, um, <laughs> so we would, she, my mom would take us three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we would swim, we'd come home and on the way home, we'd stop at storehouse market and pick out a treat. And then we would go watch a movie in the basement. Um, I just loved summers being with my family. I don't really remember summers being with my friends much. Um, it was mostly with my family and we always took one trip a year. That was it. And it was in the summer and it was for one week and we drove out to my grandparents. So my mom's parents are from Sacramento area, like Roseville. Okay. We just, we would go stay a week at my grandpa's house and it was the funnest thing ever. You know, like I just thought it was the best thing. Um, so I loved those summer traditions that my mom made for us. Um, Christmas was always a magical time. I felt like, um, with my family, my mom would make, we would make Christmas ornaments each year. Um, that was fun. She would sew us all brand new pajamas from, you know, homemade pajamas for Christmas Eve every year. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Just conference, watching conference as a family, 
you know, building a fire and watching um, the baseball playoffs. We were a huge baseball family. My dad grew up in Glendale, California, so he taught us to be Dodgers fans. So <laughs> little, you know, little simple pleasures like that that really are the thing that give um, your family a foundation. You know, I just I love traditions, but um, those were probably some of my favorites. It, I feel like it's so impressive because you, I mean, I look at like what we have to, we do in the summer, you know, with the kids, our kids. And I mean, to, to entertain 11, that's, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure sometimes she got the, I'm so bored, you know, but, <laughs> but, but at the know, time, I mean, maybe less with 11 kids. Like there's always someone to play with and wants to do your thing, whatever you want to do. Yeah, that's true. It's true. Especially with the way that we fell into the family order and the gender, you know, like my sisters were my age. So I remember we loved gymnastics, like watching gymnastics. We'd pretend we were gymnasts, you know, as you would watch the Olympics and mm-hmm. we'd go outside <laughs> on the swing set and, you know, do our routines and all of that. We'd go roller skating. We'd go ride our bikes together, you know, just Sunday walks. And I did. I always had a friend. I always had a friend, even though sometimes we fought like crazy there was all oh, for sure burned, you know? yeah you're sibling so you know yeah yeah for sure so on the christmas building the ornaments would you build 11 of the like all the kind of the same ornament or, or would they just all be different um each year my mom would pick a new one and it was really not just for us it was actually to give away his neighbor gifts oh cool um, yeah, oh, so fun. so that was fun. Um, one Chris, one tradition that I hated, and I I tell my mom about it, and she still laughs. But um, Halloween, my mom was on a kick of you can't eat sugar, like it was so bad for us, like it was gonna kill us if we ate sugar, you know. And so Halloween, she would still have us go trick or treating and come home every hour. So we could dump our bags into <laughs> the bowl that she was handing out. And I was <laughs> so mad, like so mad that I, she would take all, she let us keep 10 pieces of candy, which I, and then you see your friends, you know, with pillowcases full and they're just organizing it all. And I had to dump mine in. So one year, I think I was like in third or fourth grade maybe even second. And I slept, I was invited to sleep over at my friend's house after we went trick-or-treating. It happened to be on the weekend. And so we went trick-or-treating. We had so much candy and I knew my mom was going to take it the next morning. So I ate it all. <laughs> so that she I was so sick the next day, but I was like, I know my mom's like, you can see how when you try to force too much, like it can go opposite, but She's she laughs about it now. She's like, I was such a mean mom. What was I thinking? <laughs> so if you didn't meet Tom at the pool in the summer, how did you meet Tom? So Tom and I met um when I turned 16, I went and got a job at a movie theater in Provo called Movies 8. It was the 
movie theater where everybody went to, hung out on the weekends. It was the dollar movie. Um, my sister-in-law, who, crazy enough, she married my older brother, but she was in high school when they got married. He met her on his mission and so crazy, but she was living with us for her senior year because they were until they got married, then they got an apartment. Um, and she went and got a job at movies eight too. And she, um, said, Oh, there's this guy. She was friends with another girl that worked there. And this girl was Tom's neighbor who loved Tom. And she says, I want you to come work at movies eight. There's this cute girl that I want you to set you up with and I was just so they were saying all the time we're gonna set you up with this guy and I was like sure whatever I don't care you know <laughs> so Tom like a few months after I started working there he started working there and my sister-in-law kind of set up a double date um with my brother and her and um we hit it off basically from there like I was 17. He was 16. Um, we've been dating ever since, basically, which is crazy. But we had so much fun. Yeah. Like, it was it was crazy. We liked each other from the beginning. And, you know, we worked there for a while, had a great time. I do remember um, Doug and Barb. They're awesome. I love them. But they did not want Tom to have a girlfriend. <laughs> they were quite <laughs> upset by the fact that we were dating and they did not know what to do about it. And so they told Tom that he had to go on a date with somebody else in between every date that uh, he went on with me, which of course was so funny because he would, being a 16-year-old boy, he would just say, I'm going out with this other makeup names of girls he was going out with and just go out with me, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so they tried. They, just, they tried so hard to make it not work out, but it did. It did. <laughs> oh, Mr. Tom. I do, too. Um, so, Craig, I think I've told you this. Like, and, you know, clearly Barb and my mom are siblings, well, sisters, because... Uh, I had the same thing. Like I dated my husband in high school and my parents didn't love it. And it was, uh, I mean, they loved him, but they didn't want us to be exclusive. Yes, exactly. And so, yeah, I had a, a whole group of guys that I would go out with on Friday so we could <laughs> go out on Saturday. <laughs> so you did it in the correct way. You were well, I mean, it. spirit of the law, letter of the law. Yeah. Like, it, <laughs> Right. I was good. Yeah. These guys were in on it. They knew it wasn't like I was using them. They just understood the situation. They're like, yeah, let's hang out on Friday. Yeah. Oh my I, gosh. I, I didn't know that you dated your husband in high school. Yeah. We were young too. Wow. Right. I can totally relate to Tom because I was dating a girl. Her parents kind of said the same thing. And then I just have my friends go pick her up. <laughs> But then I remember Uncle Roger caught me because I was having Trevor do it. And, and then he goes, <laughs> he goes, Craig, if that was my daughter and if it was your daughter, you would not be very happy that that was a stitch. And, okay, Uncle Roger, I won't that do it again. So funny. <laughs> and it's like, it's so funny too, because my son, when he was in 10th grade, he started dating a girl and we were just like, no, like, and everyone would say, 
how can you give him a hard time when he's doing this? <laughs> and I said, it's different now. It's different now. <laughs> yeah, it's totally Times different. Have changed. Yeah. yeah, you're the parent now. <laughs> <Right>? That's what's changed. <laughs> you're a man. Being a parent, you have no clue really what's in store and how hard <laughs> it is. But yeah, it's so funny. I, I can imagine it just being a lot of fun because, I mean, Tom is a fun guy. Yeah. yeah, he is. He is lots of fun, for sure. He's the life of the party, that's for sure. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, okay, let's turn it off now. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> Well, you've known him long enough, so you know. That's right. I know. I've known him. Like, we started dating in 1994, you guys. Like, that is 30, almost 30 years ago. That is crazy. Like That's amazing. Yeah, yeah I love that's it. crazy, but... Okay, so you met when you're 16, dating. Tom goes on a mission. Yeah, yeah. So he um, leaves, you know, back then. You couldn't leave until you were 19. So, and his birthday's in April. So he did, I can't remember if he worked for a year or if he did school. I think he just worked for a year before he could leave on his mission. I worked to, I actually went to travel school to be a travel agent, which is, man, I wish I had a way to look into the future to see that was like coming to an end real quick with the internet because the internet, <laughs> I'm old, oh, it you know, a lot. Like, yeah. the internet was not around when I was in high school and I had signed up for this, this class, you know, before there was even any internet. And so people needed travel agents. You couldn't really book a flight without, um, so I was so excited. I went to travel school and he was just working, saving up money for his mission. And then he left in May and he went to South Dakota and yeah, he was like, I want to marry you. Like, let's plan. I want to get married. You know, we had talked because we had dated for so long that yeah, if we, you were home today, we would get married. And um, of course it, we were young and, we thought we, you know, love is blind, right? You just don't, you don't care. All you can see is love. But we were, he's like, plan, let's plan on getting married. Like two months after I get home, like call the temple, get the date, you know? And I went on a few dates when, but not a lot. I didn't really have anyone that I was really interested in. Cause I knew, like, I knew I wanted to marry him and he said the same so he comes home though, and wow, everything kind of turned upside down <laughs> and it went like really bad. Like he came home and one thing about Tom that I would say is one, and he'll admit this too, like one of his weaknesses is he has a heck of a time making decisions. Like he can't make a decision to save his life, you know? So he comes home from his mission and says, this is just too soon. I can't do this. We need to put this off. And I said, okay, that's fine. I, I get it. Let's, how about we do it to the fall? He's like, no, I don't know really if you're the one for me. He's like, I've never dated anybody else. Oh, no. And so I was heartbroken, like devastated. So Damn sad. You, Tom. <laughs> yeah. So I cried. Like it was rough. It was really hard. Um, but the thing that I thought was so crazy, and we laugh about this now, but he 
he says, I need to date other girls. I said, okay, that's fine. Yeah, let's break up then. He's like, well, no, I don't want to break up. I just want to date other girls too. And I was like, oh no. Just want my cake and eat it too. Exactly. That's what, exactly. Like, oh, you want to have your cake and eat it too, right? And he thought I was crazy to say that's not fair. Like, he's like, you're being ridiculous by not allowing me to still date you. I'm like, you're crazy. Like, so we broke up. Like, I said, sorry. Yeah, I, you go, go date other people. You go decide, but I'm not going to wait for you. Like, I'm moving on now. And if I'm around, great. I'm not saying this will never happen, but so then he actually gets, so he got home in April and I think in July or sometime in the summer, he got a job from uncle Doug and to go work out, you know, in Southern California, like living in Palm desert, like changing light bulbs, you know, with, with his, (laughs) And he went with like a couple of his companions. Um, and he's like, he said to me, yeah, I think this will be good. We can spend some time away. I can date other people. And then when I get home, we can see if that's really what we want. I said, sure, whatever. But the hard part was like, of course, I was still so in love. And when you're so in love, you want to hang on to the hope that it will really last. Right. And I moved up to Salt Lake. I was living at home thinking, you know, Tom's coming home, so we'll get married. Well, when I found out we weren't getting married, I'm like, I'm not living at home because I worked in Salt Lake at a travel company. And so I moved back up to Salt Lake and moved into some fun apartments with some fun girls. And I started having a blast. And... (laughs) was going to Institute and started dating other people. And Tom would call me every now and then. And I would always talk to him because I missed him. But then when I started dating other people, I kind of got like, I wouldn't answer his calls. And he was like, why is she not answering? And then he found out that I kissed <laughs> some somebody else. <laughs> and he made up his mind like within... He's like, I can't believe you would kiss somebody else. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> so the, we laughed because Tom broke up with me because he said he needed to date other people. And he never dated another person. But And <laughs> proposed about a year later. So he got home from his mission in um, April. And then he proposed in January. And we got married in March. But... Yeah, it was quite the, oh, wow. It was quite a ride. So, it was crazy. That is wild. Yeah. <laughs> Tom still has a very difficult time making decisions. It drives me crazy. We'll go, we'll drive to a restaurant that he's, we can't decide, we can't decide. So we drive to the restaurant, pull into the parking lot, and then he backs up. Yeah, I don't want this, you know. Like, he just can't make up his mind to save his life. <laughs> Hey, but you got him too, right? Like you kissed another guy that worked. Yeah. And it is so funny because now he tells everybody, like if they're having a hard time, like in a love little relationship and he's like, you got to go kiss somebody else. That's how they're going to realize they're going to lose you. He's like, that's what made it official for Chanel. And I, I finally made up my mind, you know, when you get these guys that are just sitting on the fence that won't ever make a decision. And so that's his advice. He always just says, you got to go kiss somebody else. (laughs) (laughs) 
but I'm glad you hung in there. (laughs) I know. And it was, wow, it was a tough time, but yeah, all works out for the best. So, and it is so good that you moved to Salt Lake and had some like, like living away from your parents before you were married time. Like that is really fun. It is. And honestly, I have some good friends that I still keep in contact with that were just from that, that little, that six to eight months that I lived in Salt Lake. And man, I had such a fun time that my siblings were um, upset. The younger ones were so upset. Why doesn't she ever come home anymore? You know, I used to go home on the weekends because I was lonely. Right. And then I quit coming home because I was just having so much fun. It was so (laughs) fun. It was an awesome time. Great time, you know, young, living in the city, every night going out. It was just fun. Yeah. It sounds like it. I remember well, when I first met you. It was it was at the family reunion at Lagoon. Oh, yes. <laughs> I remember that day so clearly. So clearly. Isn't that funny? I, like, the red shirts. Like, I remember yes. so much about that. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's I have to tell the story about Tom because it's one of my favorites. Okay. And and Chanel probably knows what I'm talking about. Oh my gosh. I'm probably going to be so embarrassed by this, but. No, no. Granddad was walking around with a video camera and it was, I think you were sitting next to him in the, in the video, but Tom is itching his eye with his middle finger. Oh my gosh. It was so it was so funny, but it just, I, I, it's true. Chanel, I forgot you were at that, that reunion. And isn't that crazy? That just goes to show you how, how long, you know, we've been dating. Like that was so long ago, so long ago, but that was so fun. I remember that. I remember on the way up saying to Tom in the car, so what side is this for? He's like, oh, it's for my mom's side. And I said, but well, then why does the shirt say Price Family Reunion? Like, (laughs) because my mom's last name is Price. And I'm like, no, it's not. Like, (laughs) you're kidding. He's like, no, because he was such a jokester, right? And right, you can't ever be sure. You could never. And like the whole it took me the entire way up to Lagoon. He's like, I promise you, my mom's maiden name is Price. I'm like, of course it's not. You know, it's your dad. Your dad is Price. So anyway, it's just funny what your brain decides to remember, right? Like little things like that. Like I remember putting on the t-shirt there and I don't even remember which cousin it was. We were waiting in line and one of them said, you got, you can't wear that. I keep thinking you're one of us. And somebody said... She is one of us, you know, just like, and I just thought, oh, that's so nice. These cute cousins that are such good friends and picking up for me already. So cute. That's so funny. And there were so few of us married oh, at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Who I don't was there even anyone at that point? I don't even know. I don't know. I, mean, I think Jed and Maria were the yeah. first married. Yeah, what year? So I think it was 95. Because I, yeah, I was going to say, it was 95 or so. One thing I do remember about Granddad, he was so nice to me. He made me feel so loved all the time. You know, it's like anytime I saw him, 
he just had the biggest smile on his face and wanted to give me the biggest hug. And I always just felt so loved by him. And I just thought that was so special, you know, that I shared that with him. And he always told me about, um, you need to come to the Ogden temple. There is this mural or some picture in the hall of this little girl with Jesus. He's like, it looks just like you when I'm here. He said of, of what I think you would have looked like as a little girl. And Aww. every time he would say, oh, you, you've got to come up and see that mural. You've got to come up and see that. But he was so sweet. I loved him so much. It was so sad when he was gone. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. What a fun story. Was that your first greater price interaction? Um, The lagoon trip? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's really, like, I'm trying to think of what else I remember. Um, I do remember going to grandma and granddad's um, many times, just, like, taking Carson when Carson was a little baby and staying with Barbara, you know, and we would just go and just go visit with grandma. That was so fun. Um, I don't know. I was just, Tom actually had to speak in church on, he's in the bishopric. He's the second counselor and the, uh, the speaker bailed last minute. And so like, late, late, <laughs> so late Saturday night, um, he had to, he found out, so, or woke up early Sunday morning and started preparing his talk. Anyway, he started talking about um, grandma and he was telling some memories that he had with her. And I thought, I've been married to you for 23 years and I have never heard these stories before. It was so sweet. He Aww. talked about a time and all the, what a great grandma she was and playing skippo and you know if you won you got gummy worms and one time she walked out of the room and he stole some and he felt really bad for weeks afterwards you know <laughs> but you know just this story about he was driving to Seattle I guess to see the Bjorns I think you know his cousins just with grandma and granddad and grandpa or granddad would drive so slow so slow yeah. and yeah. Grandma couldn't stand it, and so he would be sleeping, and I guess she gets behind the wheel, Grandpa, granddad's sleeping, and um, she says, Sir Thomas, we got to make up for lost time, and she was <laughs> Anyway, he was sharing that story just because he remembers the fireside that he went to, and um, just how impressionable the speaker it was actually Von J Featherstone he was only 11 and he remembers the speaker um just he remembers feeling the spirit really strongly and he knew right then that he had a testimony and he feels a lot of it was grandma and she just really he feels really close to her i i know that and I just think she was he just talks about what an amazing grandma she was and she just loved her grandkids and I just think I want to be like her. She sounds like an amazing lady. I knew her, but I didn't really know her as a little kid grandma. You know what I'm saying? Like Tom did. So it's funny you brought up grandma, like making up for lost time, because 
like I've been in the car when grandma got pulled over before like she (laughs) she was a fast driver yeah and old people usually aren't you know like you just they're very just slow they don't feel comfortable flying down the road but that's so funny that she was (laughs) yeah (laughs) just going places yeah. I remember her and granddad getting into it a little bit and to the point <laughs> that they, they switched drivers and grandma took over. Yep. <laughs> so funny. Wow. Well, so that you've, you, yeah, you have been, a, I forget how long you have been around Chanel. I it's know. awesome. I almost like, I could almost call her. I mean, I was 17 when I met her, right? Like, that's a long time to know. That's almost, that pretty much can be your grandma. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. She could be my grandma. Oh, she yeah, was. for sure. And she treated me like I was her own. She was the best. Loved her. Yeah. Well, what about the first time you met uh, Barb and Doug? So they were the nicest. They're such a nice family. Um, I just remember feeling so intimidated like I was the shyest teenager. I was so shy. Like I grew up as a very shy kid and now I wouldn't consider myself shy. I would say maybe I'm a little more introverted and like keep to like not keep to myself. I'm a big talker, but I don't need to have my voice heard all the time. You know what I'm saying? Unless I'm like one-on-one, I love to talk and stuff. But, um, I got nervous going over to their house. Like it was, Barbara was so sweet to me, but I was intimidated by Doug, not because of anything he did, just because he was his dad, you know, and I didn't know how he felt about me. And Tom, oh my gosh, would embarrass me. Like every time we would leave, he'd say, why don't you go give Doug a hug? And I would turn bright red, like, don't you dare (laughs) make me do that. Like that's the... Like right now, it's like, who the heck cares, right? No big deal. But as a 17-year-old girl, like you're telling me to go hug your dad. You're embarrassing me, you know, like. (laughs) But I loved going over there um, Sunday dinners. They invited me over for Sunday dinners and we would um, play phase 10. And Barbara would always (laughs) just be so chatty and sweet. And then Doug would make caramel corn homemade caramel corn on the stove um every Sunday that I went over I remember it was so fun I loved Tom's family you know I loved him from the beginning I thought they were so great that's awesome yeah and you've been apart for a long time oh my gosh so long I've been in so you know we have Haley who's been in for about six seven years and now and we have Sandy who's been around almost as long as I have but not quite you know we've got Mike who's married to Amy who's only been you know six years or so part of her life and I'm like I'm the pro here you know I know (laughs) (laughs) oh that's awesome yeah the chief yes yeah I should be the number one in-law right that's right yeah Do you remember taking Tom to meet your parents for the first time? Um, I don't really remember that, but one thing I do remember. So my mom 
so I'm more like my dad, my dad. Um, I, I have, my mom always said, you are your dad. My mom is kind of like a Tom. She's kind of, she's super funny, wild and crazy, likes to party, life of the party, you know, wants to have a fun time, always wants to get her word in, you know, that kind of thing. So she and Tom hit it off. Like she <laughs> loved Tom, loved him. And Tom loved her too, you know, like they just, they could banter back and forth and they had so much fun. And my dad just loved him too. So like he won their hearts over from day one. So yeah, I don't remember the first time that they met him, but I, they loved him and I loved oh. that they loved him. You know, that really meant a lot to me. Like, yeah, because then I knew I could, we always were at our house because when we were dating, you know, Doug and Barb didn't want us to date and my parents loved it, you know? So he'd spend the weekends, you know, like the, the evenings just at our house and it was fun. So, and I'm not saying that they didn't make me feel welcome. I just didn't know how they felt about me really. You know, when you hear one thing and, and then, but I know they were just concerned about their son. Sure. So, but I, I don't know if you guys watched conference last night, but, um, Sister Runya spoke and I just loved what she had to say instead of like trying to give advice and tell people what to do and, oh, you should start doing this. Really just love them and be grateful they're there and um, see just everybody has so much to offer. And if you're just too worried about trying to tell them what to do, how to be, um, you're really missing out. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is beautiful. It was a good talk. <laughs> it was a great conference, wasn't it? I felt like it was, it was. all so good. Well, I got to admit, I want to hear about your kids, too. Oh, yeah. Tell us all about your kids. Okay, so Carson, he's my oldest. He actually just got married in um, June, and we got to see Craig there. It was so awesome. He came no, in, was, there was a reception up in Nibley. And how far is that from you guys? I don't know. It's like, because it's so far, when you're in Logan, it's so far east. It Like, he doesn't seem that far, but I don't know. It was like 35, 40 minutes, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, that really just meant a lot to us that you would come. You've always been, you and your wife have been so friendly, I think, to everybody. You know, just you welcome people and... Anyway, that was awesome to see you guys. Oh, that was good. We weren't expecting to see anyone up at the open house. And so it was so fun to see somebody we knew, you know. So, but Carson <laughs> is, is he's my oldest. Um, and sometimes we feel so bad that he is, had to be our guinea pig. Two, oh, two yeah. parents that didn't know what they're doing. And he kind of got... <laughs> He got the short end of the stick, you know, I guess a little bit. And we're trying to make up for that now. But he's a good kid and forgives us for all of our shortcomings. And I feel like we need to, he get, he deserves a little extra love now. But no, but he was, he was such a good boy. He was a great older brother, good example. And he, of all my kids, was like just determined he had that determination like he 
like at 13 or 14, decided he wanted to learn how to golf. And I would drop him off in the summers at the golf course and he would go volunteer. So if you volunteered for two hours, then you could get like a bucket of, of balls to hit. And you could also go, um, get nine rounds. He would spend all day at the golf course and he taught himself how to golf and he just loves to golf. He was on the high school golf team. Um, he loved that and he served his mission in Armenia. Um, so he speaks Armenian, which is crazy. You know, like when he got his call, I seriously, it was Armenia slash Georgia. So all I heard was Georgia and I was like, Georgia, what's our, there's there a part like an Armenian part in Georgia? Like I was an idiot, but <laughs> so I had to go look up and see where it was, you know, and when he gets his call and it borders Turkey and Russia and Iran, I was just like, this is not good. You know, like it's too far away, too yeah. far away, like in the middle of like the craziest places you would ever, you know, but he he went out November of 2019, our first missionary. And then of course COVID hits in March. So he got to Armenia in, at the end of January. And then he um, basically was there for six weeks. He had six weeks of a normal mission and then they shut down and he was stuck. Like they, they, they gave him the choice. Do you want to go home or do you want to stay? But if they lost all of their missionaries, then um, the church doesn't really run there without the missionaries. Like they serve as branch presidents and stuff. It's so small. So he wanted to stay and about half the mission stayed. And that was about, which is kind of crazy, was about 12, 12 people. And wow. so he, he had, a, it was a tough, it was tough, you know, like, a COVID mission, I don't know if I would say if that happened again, I don't know. I think I'd just bring him home. But it was definitely a learning experience for him. And he has some really great friends from it that he went through really hard things with out there. Um, but I, I'm just really proud of him. He, he really grew a lot um, in a lot of ways um, out there. He came home and he's been home about to a little over two years and he met his cute wife about a year and a half ago. Um, and they, we just love her so much. They're the cutest little couple. They come over every Sunday and he's go. they're both going to UVU and they have a cute little apartment in Provo and they're both working full time. He's hoping to actually do medical school. Possibly he's Either he wants to be an anesthesiologist or possibly a nurse anesthetist. He's not for sure which one, but um, so either are good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he's either working right now. He's actually working um, at the American Fork Hospital, but until the new primary children's hospital that they just is about done in Lehigh, he's going to start working there. And he actually works, he disinfects uh, surgical instruments and he loves it. It's, it's awesome. And his cute little wife, Emma, um, works with kids with special needs. That just tells you about what kind of heart she has. She's awesome. We love her so much and are so grateful to have her in our family. So they're cute. We love having married kids. The younger kids, <laughs> um, just love when they come over, they just look forward to it. 
And then Austin's my second boy, um, and he's out serving in Brazil, actually, right now. He just, he hit his year mark at the end of August, and he's in Sao Paulo. And it's like opposite ends of the earth. I know, right? and he loves it. He did go through a really, had a really hard companion, um, this last transfer that didn't really want to be a missionary, you know, just wanted Aww. to sleep and stay in the apartment, but. He's got a little um, brand. He's training a Brazilian that is a convert. And he says he is on fire and is all about the work. And so he's just thrilled. He's excited. So. Oh, good for them. Yeah. yeah. He comes home next August and he's, his plan is he's a, he's enrolled for BYU. So he's going to go to BYU. And then I've got Max, who's my third boy. Um, and we always say Max just has a heart of gold. He's just always so worried about people. It's like almost ridiculous in a way, because if a salesman knocks on my door and I turn him away, he is so distraught. Mom, like they're just trying to make a living, you know, and it's just like, <laughs> he's always worried about, you know, Hello. he has just so much empathy and love for others around him. He's a good kid. Yeah, he's such a good kid. We How old is he? So he's 16. <laughs> yeah, he just got his first job. He's working at Five Guys Burgers and Fries. So he, it's his first job and he, well, it's not his first job. He was working at the golf course before because he loves to golf too, but they were paying him like $8 an hour and now he gets like 15. So he's like, it's <laughs> awesome. Thinks it's pretty <laughs> great. He, uh. He just loves it. He loves to work and he loves watching his bank account just keep getting bigger and bigger. But um, yeah, that's a good feeling. Money yeah, motivated. He's, yep. he's such a good kid. He's, you know, it's interesting how you have all these kids and they're, you know, siblings, but they can be so different from each other, you know, like yeah. night and day difference. And, you know, they came from the two same parents, but um, so different. But um, he has... I would say things don't come as easy for him as they have his other siblings. He has to work a lot harder in school or like learning the piano, like things. He just has to work harder, but um, I'm so proud of him. He, he struggled in school for years, but these last two years and he's in 11th grade now, he's gotten really good grades and it's all on his own and he's just studying. He's doing the things that he needs to do. So we're so proud of him. He loves to play sports. Whatever sport is in season, that's what he's doing. So loves to watch, watch the sports, play the sports, which is all of my boys, right? You know, they just love <laughs> sports. But um, Jack is my fourth boy, and he's two years younger than Max, and they fight like crazy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Brothers. <laughs> all my others are three years apart. Or more. And I don't know if it's just that they're two years apart or what. I don't know. It's their personalities that just kind of clash a little bit. Yet they both know they need each other to like, hey, will you come out in the back and play catch with me? You know, okay. Mm, you, well, hey, yeah. will you come upstairs and play Xbox with me? You know, yet they fight like crazy. But I know one day they'll be good buddies. But And they are. Yeah. They've gotten a lot better. But it's just like. And it's both of them. You know how usually they say, oh, well, it's usually one that's instigating, but different times it's both of them. But um, 
he's he's a little we say he's like Carson the personality wise like he's determined he wants to if he wants to do something he's going to figure out a way to make it work so and um he loves sports too and he loves being with his friends so and he's just a good little helper around the house um he's my he's actually my cleanest kid which I was hope I thought for mm-hmm. sure my little girl would be but no he's, <laughs> he's very clean I love it <laughs> his room never needs picking up like anyway but yeah he's fun it was it was so fun having all boys. I loved it. And of course I love having a girl too. Like sure. I wouldn't change it, but that was fun having all boys. They, they were cute. Loved doing the boy thing. And then Lucy, um, was a surprise actually. Um, we got her and she's five years younger than Jack. So, and of course we were just thrilled when we found out we were having a girl. You know, mm-hmm. just I'm sure Craig, you know that, right? After having yeah. three boys, <laughs> yeah. you just yeah. didn't think it was possible. You know, you're like, that's <laughs> it. And I knew, like, I all my others because I wanted a girl from the beginning. Of course, isn't that so funny, right? Sure. But at all the ultrasounds, I'm like, okay, this one's the girl. This one's the girl. But then with Lucy, I'm like, okay, it's a boy. It's fine. I I'm totally fine with all boys. We've done all boys, and then. We find out it's a girl, and I was just like, I cannot believe this. It's like I had a whole new world that I was venturing into, like just in the clothing shopping, you know, department. Like that I could actually go to the other side of the store. Right. Look at the there's way more girl stuff. That's all cuter. Let's be honest. Well, let's be honest. It's so much funner to buy girl clothes than it is to buy boy clothes. (laughs) Yeah. I have to admit, I was worse than Ariana when we found out we were having a girl. Yeah. Yeah, it's the best. We love her. We we call her, she's our sunshine, you know. She's just brought so much um, dimension to our family, I think, you know, just with all the boys. And she and Jack are really close. It's cute. She just, and all of her brothers, she really does adore all of her brothers. And her brothers adore her. I mean, it used to be where they were fighting over who got to sit by her in the car, who got to get her out of her crib. <laughs> And I would say in the last few years, like, she's a spoiled brat. You know, you hear all those things, but (laughs) they adore her and they love her. But it is kind of hard to not spoil your youngest when she's five years space from the baby and she's your only girl. You know, it's just, it's tough, but, but she's cute. And I love, she loves, she is such a girly girl. Like she loves all the things girl she loves to dance she's tumbling she just started tennis so hopefully we'll figure out what her thing is um but yeah and loves to be with people loves to be with friends and she's cute we think she has tom's little sense of humor which is funny so (laughs) it's so funny that the girl would get that you know so yeah anyway but she's we love her and it's so fun having her. Oh, that's fun. That is really sweet. Yeah, it definitely would have been a change of year. I mean, it was for us too. It was like, oh, okay, we have nothing, girl. Ugh. Period. Nothing. And sometimes, <laughs> like, 
Yes, I do love to shop, but at the same time, it's a pain because she grows out of her stuff and it's like, and I have to buy all new pajamas and I have to buy all new pants. Like there's no hand-me-downs at all. Yeah. And there's no one to hand them down to. And so it's like, it's expensive and, you know, it just seems wasteful, but it still is fun and we love it. No, I bet she loved having a a, a new sister. Yeah. Too. It's so cute. And Oh, that is sweet. Yeah, she, um, I don't know if I told you this, Craig, at the open house, but the minute um, Carson and Emma walked out of the temple, she looks over at me and says, I finally have a sister. It was. Oh, oh no. Oh, she, she has begged me. She cries a lot about that. No one wants to play with her, you know, and her dolls and those kinds of things. And why can't I just have a sister? Why can't I have a sister? So I and Emma, she's young too. Emma's young. She's like 19. And so she is the cutest with her and just loves her. And, you know, she comes over and they go play and they do little, she goes in the backyard and plays with her. So it's been, it's awesome. I love it. That's so sweet. So it, it really is like a sister. Yeah, it really is. Aww. She has an older. Well, they're only now. 10 years apart then. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's not that far. It's not that far. <laughs> You're right. So kind of worked out for us. It was great. So yeah, that's my kids, but they're fun. I they are my life. You know, I I love motherhood. It's hard and challenging a, a lot of days, but a lot of days I also think I'm so lucky I get to do this. And it's just um it is my identity, but I'm also watching it slowly leave I will always be their mm -hmm. moms but they don't need me as much you know like Carson and Austin are gone now um and that's hard but um I still have these three at home that still need help and still need raising and still need you know to be taught and so we're working with that but I I just I love being a mom it's my one of my greatest blessings for sure Oh, I'll tell you, Chanel, <clears throat> as a, as a, oh, definitely a mama's boy, like I still knew my mom. Yes, so. <laughs> that's true. I'm glad you said that. That's right. My boys better than you. know that they dynamic, better, right? Yeah, it's, well, it's funny because I, well, I always laugh because like yeah, I have other siblings that, you know, Carrie's in California and Alan's back east and Scott's in Idaho, but he's around because he works with me. So, yeah. but. But I always laugh because me and Ariana, like, we split her parents and my parents by 10 minutes either direction. So, yeah, you're uh, lucky. And your parents are lucky, lucky too. I bet they uh -huh. feel that way as well. Well, it's, it's fun to see them a lot too. Well, I have to admit too, this is a little off subject of that, Chanel, but I, I it just boggles my mind that Carson's married now because I just remember this little blonde haired kid. You know, I, when we'd have get-togethers, and and now they're all growing up. It's, mm -hmm. it's happened really My, quickly, and all they're still young. <laughs> I feel just your kids are still young, but you're gonna think back to this conversation and think. I remember when I told her that. Like, it <laughs> it really does happen in a flash. Like, yes, I think people have said before. You know, the days go by slow, but the years fly by, and it's true. Um, I cannot believe either. Like, I remember bringing him home from the hospital, you know, being a first time mom and 
now here he is married and it's almost unbelievable. Like I just, it's so hard to comprehend that it's really like he's gone, you know, like he's, he's no longer under my care, which is just crazy. So yeah, time is flying. That's for sure. A new, a new season a of new, life. A new season. Right? That's right. And embracing it and, you know, Tom and I are finding some really great things about this new season too. <laughs> so <laughs> it's fun also. I love it. Fun um, seeing it too. Cause it's like, okay, here's like another generation, you know, and, and they're getting married and they're going to start having kids at some point. And I don't know. It's just fun to see. Well, it, it is. I mean, and we, as we hear about all these nieces and nephews that are and cousins and like that are getting married. And I just, I remember going to the weddings, you know, of our yeah. cousins, like Tom's cousins, like all of your guys' weddings, you know, and it's like, and now we're going to their kids' weddings, you know, it's yeah. just like, <laughs> this is crazy, but it's, yeah. yeah, life is precious, right? I mean, don't take for granted the time that we have. Yeah. And it's kind of full circle too. Like you're like, okay. Like it's cool to see them like growing up and taking steps or hearing like what they want to do for their career. Like, <clears throat> and just the things that they're taking on right now. It's an, I think it's impressive. Yeah. Well, and they're, you know, the world that they're marrying in is definitely a different world than we got married in. You know, like, yeah. and it changes by the year. Like, it's just crazy what, you know, the, the challenges that they have that we didn't have, you know, but, um, but they're strong. They're, they're good kids. Yeah. Um, so as they're moving on and getting married and leaving your house, are you picking up new hobbies or are you still in the driving kids around? I don't have time for much else stage. You know, like, I feel like this is kind of the first year school started that I'm kind of, I don't know, I I went to education week at BYU and just felt like I really needed to go. And I, I went to some really good classes that helped me like be more organized, but also, also helped me a lot spiritually that kind of changed my whole perspective, I feel like on life and I changed some things around of, um, and I just feel like I have a lot more time now and trying to make my time more meaningful. Um, I had a, I had a busy calling of, that I got released from just a little bit ago, but it's almost been a, it's been a year now since I've been released, but I was the stake young women's president and I felt like it just made my, I loved it. I loved it. It was so much fun. I got to know so many people and I just loved the capacity that I served in. But um, when I got released, I was like, okay, I'm done. Like now's my time, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I took that year and I kind of, I wouldn't say I was proud of that year, but I wasn't, it's not like I did anything bad, but I just didn't feel like I, there was much growth there. And yeah. so I decided this is not what I want. And my kids are now growing up and, what am I going, I, I feel like I do need to figure out what am I doing, you know, like I've got to decide this now that I don't really have this busy calling that's kind of taking up all of my extra time that I had. Um, 
So now I just feel like I'm, I have more purpose, more intention in life, both spiritually and also just as a, a mom um, and what I want for my kids and what I want to teach my kids. But Lucy is like my one that I'm still running around. And I love that I still have that because I feel like it's such a great time where you really get to talk to them. Yeah. Um, but during the day, I, I'm alone. You know, the kids leave at 8 and they come home at 2.33. And so I've really tried to figure out what I want to do. Right now, I've really... I love photography and like making photo books and I made Carson's baby book two years old. Like that's all I have, you know, like <laughs> it, yep. so this has been on my list for 20 plus years that I've really wanted to get these, um, photo books done. So I've started on that and I love doing that. That's been so fun. I, um, I volunteer at the MTC on Wednesdays. I love that. I get to help with all the new intake of the new missionaries. That's really cool. Oh, that's oh, that's fun. a fun gig. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I've never heard of that. Yeah. It's really cool. I, it depends on where I'm assigned. Um, but I love to be at the front gate when you get to see them as right as they're driving in, you know, it's, it's a sad, it's sad too. Like this whole last month I was down in the parking garage where they do the drop-offs and I, have to tell the family, okay, you can get out here. And everyone's like, well, don't we get more time? I'm like, no, you, you get like two, five minutes, you know, but it's been, I don't know. It's been hard because I've never really had time. And so now I'm, I feel like I'm still discovering what I really mm -hmm. want. Um, I do know eventually I want to go back to school and do, do what I've always wanted to do, which is ultrasound or, um, x-ray tech like that's kind of what I always had envisioned years ago but um I'm also not quite ready to dive into that just yet as I feel like I've just kind of found this newfound freedom so still discovering but finding um serving others is really a way to bring happiness I feel like into my own life you know um, and so I'm trying to figure out ways to do that, but also, um, get the things done that I need to for my family and for myself as well. But, but yeah, I've, I'm still discovering, you know, but, um, new talents. I love to be outside. I love, 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 um, living near the mountains. Um, I love to hike. I love the fall colors. I love the change of seasons. Um, and so the perfect time, <laughs> it's the perfect right time. Yeah. yeah. You know, I love to ski. Like I just love to be outside. And, um, so yeah, it's just simple things that I'm doing right now, but, um, but it's stuff that I enjoy. So I love that. And I love, yeah, I love how thoughtful you are about your time. Well, I wasn't last year, <laughs> but I think I needed that Sometimes year to realize need that I break, need though. to be more, you know, like, okay, there, this is like, I've got this time. I could really get some stuff done here, you know, some, yeah, some good things done. So, so yeah. yeah, the time will pass. That's right. Either way. Yeah. Exactly. And if you're intentional about it, you can do lots of cool things for sure. And I think that's yeah. really the key is being intentional where before I just didn't really have a plan and I took each day as it came and yeah. I just felt like, wow, I wasted a lot of time because I'm watching myself now 
where I'm being so much more intentional and I'm crossing things off, you know, like, and learning about new things and trying new things. And it's just been fun. Good for you. <laughs> no, it's really, really cool. This is a good conversation too, because like our, our, well, Lenny just barely started, I call it pre-preschool, but it's, you know, two years of preschool. Yeah. But Ariana's realizing that she's like, oh, I got a little bit more time. <laughs> so it's good to hear this because like for her, she, it's just that it's like, well, how do I, what should I do? You know, what do I need to get done? And yeah. Well, I, think, I will I think say those preschool hours are tricky because you're like, oh, I have so much more time. And then you realize, oh, I can do one thing. Right, yeah. I can work out. I have two hours grocery shopping. Yeah, or I can do you can do one thing. <laughs> totally, that's true. Yeah, and it, but it is but to get that two hours yeah. is like it's gold. It is. It is after <laughs> years. Like it's so funny because when Lucy went into kindergarten, um, I I put her in a school that um, and now they do full day kindergarten in Utah, but they didn't when Lucy was in. And I put her in a charter school that was full time and everyone's like, oh my gosh, she's your baby. I can't believe you would do that. I'm like, do you know how I long can. I've had kids at home before? <laughs> and Carson had yeah. just left on his mission when she went into kindergarten. I said, 18 years. Like, <laughs> I've had kids at home for 18 years, you know, so I'm ready for some time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. So, but yeah, I know it's. It does feel good, but sometimes you also think, okay, what am I doing with this time? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, where are you guys living at right now, Chanel? So we live in Highlands, um, Utah. It's just Utah County, like North Utah County area. Um, awesome. Yeah, it's just we lived in American Fork, bought our first house there, lived there for about eight or nine years and then just moved up. The next town up is Highland and we built a house about 10 years ago here and we love it. Love it so much. The kids love it too. It's been a great little landing spot for us. Oh, that's good. It's always fun and good to find like that community that you feel good in, you know? Oh yeah. Well, it sounds sure. like you guys have it, so. Yeah, in fact, we we have talked because we our backyard. We would love to like have a little bit of a bigger backyard, and the kids are like, absolutely not. We're not moving, you know. <laughs> and you just know when your kids are say, saying things like that, you know they're so happy, and you don't want anything yeah. more, right? Have kids happy, loving where they're at. So, good schools, a good community, great ward. Yeah, we feel really lucky. That sounds perfect. Yeah. <laughs> well i have to admit there's one story that i just absolutely love uh as well is so more recently and we didn't get to see you there but at, at tom and michael they had their their open house for oh yeah for uh jersey mics oh right? yes yes yeah and uh, so carson and emma and some of your other kids had were there and i remember aunt barb saying like later i think that carson and them were leaving and and they're like oh we're gonna have a wedding and so I, I anyways i went back inside and i said oh it sounds like carson's engaged he's like yeah but he, she said no <laughs> 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 but that was true fashion to tom just you know what i mean very quick-witted and i was like what really and he's like 
like shook his head like no dude she said yes oh <laughs> or gosh. something like that yeah i thought it was hilarious just made me die that is so tom so we went we had some friends a new a new couple in the ward invited us over to play games and said hey you know like let's invite a couple other couples that we you know try and bring in the ward together a little bit more and i just said tom like people don't understand you you have to be so careful so the whole time He's being funny and his sense of humor is so dry that people don't understand, you know, because he's just straight faced with everything. He doesn't crack a smile. And so I have to say, he doesn't really mean it, you guys. No, that's not for real. You know, I'm just <laughs> But yeah, that sounds just like Tom to say, oh, she said no, <laughs> you know. And totally straight face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was Absolutely perfect. Absolutely perfect. So then but people like you, like that don't interact with him every day. Really? She said no, huh? You know. <laughs> it just makes me think though that you guys were a match made in heaven. Like, oh I you guys so. you're, yeah. you guys are you guys are sweet. Yeah. So we we're glad you're here in the price family. I am too. It's a great <laughs> place to be, that's for sure. Is there anything else that you want the price family to know? Um, thing Tom has taught me is to be generous and he is probably one of the most generous guys I know. And he loves, he loves people. And I think he wants to make a difference in people's lives if he ever can, you know, so, um, some ways he doesn't know how to do it other than to give, you know, in that way. But, um, but he does, he loves people. So. Well, You obviously are part of that too. (laughs) He's definitely, he's definitely changed me. I would say I grew up so frugal. My parents taught me, oh my gosh, my dad was so cheap that I was too. And then he just said, you know, it shouldn't, um, it should hurt, right? To give, it should hurt. Otherwise it's not really giving. you guys listening to the podcast we look forward to interviewing all of you and as grandma price would say see you in the morning